Dr. Doris Forte, and welcome to the Visionarium Podcast, where ordinary people gain extraordinary vision. If this is your first time here, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And if you've been here before, welcome back. This is episode 22, and I have entitled this episode, Work Smarter, Not Harder. I almost called it How to Live 80-20 Every Day, but I didn't want anyone to think that this was a repeat episode because last week we discussed the 80-20 rule when we were talking about harahachibu, how to eat until your stomach is only 80% full. Well, when I was researching for that episode, I couldn't help but wonder if the 80-20 principle applied to anything else. And so I researched that, and oh my goodness, I learned so much. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. This doesn't have anything to do with the Blue Zone. We're going to take a dive inside the Visionarium and discuss how to live your best life by practicing the 80-20 principle every day. So let me start off with a little background information. To understand how the 80-20 principle came about. And to do that, I'm going to tell you a story. Once upon a time, in July of 1848, in a small town in Italy, Vilfredo Federico Damasco Pareto was born. And he was a curious lad. And he grew up asking questions about the things that he observed around himself. And one of the things that he observed was that 80% of the land in Italy was owned by 20% of the people. And as he got older and understood more about money, he observed that 80% of the money in Italy was owned by 20% of the people. So Pareto grew up to become a famous philosopher and an economist. And his claim to fame is the 80-20 principle, stemmed from the observations that he had been making all of his life. So he kept observing these trends of 80-20 and the huge disparity between equities in industries, in relationships, in just about everything to the extent that he declared the 80-20 principle to be a universal truth. It is now called the Pareto Principle. The Pareto Principle is commonly known as the 80-20 Principle. It's the law of vital few. And what it says in a nutshell is that 80% of the results that we desire of what we're working towards comes from only 20% of our effort. I'll repeat that. 80% of the things that we desire result from only 20% of our effort. And why is that important? Well, if 80% of the results that we're working towards comes from only 20% of the effort that we apply, it means that if we identify that 20% and focus our energy on that we will have a better chance 
of having a more substantial return on our limited energy and resources. And we won't waste a lot of time focusing on things that don't matter. 80% of your satisfaction comes from only 20% of your effort. So if that's true, and it appears to be, it would behoove us to focus our efforts on that 20% and let go of the people, places, and things that comprise that 80% and that does not contribute any value or anything meaningful or measurable to our lives in any way. That's the 80-20 principle. And we can apply that to so many things that we're going to talk about in this episode of the Visionarium Podcast. The other day, maybe a week ago, I was scrolling Twitter like I do sometimes. You know I love Twitter. And I read a tweet from someone whose handle is at Chiquita Lala One. So shout out to you at Chiquita Lala One because we ended up having a brief discussion about her comment. And this is a paraphrase, but, but she was saying, I have 700 followers. And out of all of those followers, why is it that I only hear from 50 of you over and over? Not that I don't appreciate the 50, but where's my other 650? And at the time, I was already deeply immersed in my investigation of the 80-20 principle. So I replied to her. I tweeted back, Hey, Chiquita, la la one, what you're describing is the 80-20 principle, which means that 80% of your pleasure or joy results from 20% of your effort. So... Forget about that 650 people that are just sitting there like dead weight and concentrate on the 50 people that are showing up for you every day and supporting your causes and the things that you're interested in. And you'll be happier. And the energy that you put into those people will pay big dividends. Chiquita Lala One tweeted me back and said, Thanks, Doc. That makes a lot of sense. So thank you, Chiquita Lala One. I hope that it's working out for you. And that you've turned things around and you're focusing on the right thing now. What we do in the visionarium is take a deep dive and we look at issues that used to baffle us. And it's been baffling to a lot of us how our efforts are not producing the results that we want. So we're looking at that today. And with the 80-20 principle, we can change the way that we plan, the way that we prioritize, our perspective about how we approach our projects in all areas of our life, no matter what category we're talking about. Understanding the Pareto Principle is essential to prioritizing these projects and tasks in our life and in life in general, because it offers the framework for the most important time management tool that you have. The 80-20 Principle is an ally for effective time management of projects, relationships, and life in general. By utilizing the Pareto Principle in our life, the 80-20 Principle, we can dump 80% of the things in our life that contribute nothing in any meaningful way to our joy 
and happiness or productivity. That frees up a heck of a lot of time. And it saves a tremendous amount of energy. Our resources that are most limited are our time and our energy. As we know, as human beings, we're just not as good at multitasking as we think we are. That's been proven. So the 80-20 principle is a way to utilize our limited resources and energy more efficiently. And I want to quote someone again from Twitter. And this person is Michelle. And her handle is at Free Range Tofu. Michelle at Free Range Tofu expressed this sentiment about our limited time and energy so eloquently. I just want to read what she said. In a time when there is no time, the 80-20 principle is a wonderful tool to help distinguish what truly brings value to one's life and circumstances. I just thought she said that perfectly because it is essential to have strategic planning and the 80-20 rule can help you stay focused, especially given the constant challenge of our limited resources and the ever-increasing expectations of this world. By learning how to use this principle to your advantage, you will adopt this mindset to spend more time focusing on the right things. You'll be able to more efficiently identify what those right things really are. So think about this framework as a way to help you determine what is of vital importance. What will bring you 80% of the results that you really want and desire? It will help you transfer and allocate your energy so that you can work more efficiently. That's very important nowadays. Actually, it always has been. It just seems to be more important than ever now. And in looking at this Pareto principle or the universal truth about input and output and the imbalance of input and output, it's important to keep it simple. We don't need to create any more stress in our lives or anything complicated. In fact, the most successful models are created with a kiss, just keeping it simple, sweetheart. So we're going to keep this simple. And with that, keep in mind that even though Pareto identified the ratio as 80-20, it doesn't have to be. It depends on what you're working with. If it's in terms of relationships, you may have a little bit more slack there. It may be like 70-30 or 60-40. If you're working with, say, your wardrobe, it may be 50-50. I don't know. Keep half your clothes, get rid of half. But you want to identify those things in your life, the 20%, that's bringing you the most joy and concentrate your effort on that. And the 80% goes on the back burner or out of your life completely. So that's the way it works, theoretically. Now, practically, let's look at how you put this in action. If you're like me, you've heard a lot of times when you start a project to start with the small things and work up, right? Incorporating the Pareto principle into your life, you start with the big things first. You tackle the big things first. You look at what areas of your life bring you the most happiness, the most substantial results, and more of the things that you really desire. 
and you identify those things because that is where you're going to put the bulk of your energy and resources. So the Pareto principle is not really about working less or being less productive. It's about working smarter, not harder, and about prioritizing the right things in order to deliver better results. The most interesting thing to me about the 80-20 principle is the ability that it offers to analyze our goals, and it forces us to ask some really tough questions about the things in our lives that we may not have even wanted to look at before. Just say if we're dealing with relationships. There may be some people that have been in your life for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. And at this point, those relationships may not have the same priority that they used to have. And the people that are occupying those spaces may not be producing as much joy in relationship with you as they once did. So it forces you to look at the energy that you're putting into those situations and to make decisions to reallocate that energy, to unplug from those situations and to plug into a situation that has a higher yield for you in terms of personal satisfaction, career, goals, whatever your goals are. In approaching the Pareto Principle, it really forces you into some strong introspection. And you have to make these decisions honestly because nobody else can make them for you. Once you identify the things that need to be moved around, do them ruthlessly. If you are approaching a project that has to do with, say, reorganizing your kitchen, whose kitchen doesn't have 80% of stuff that you never use? I use the same pots and pans just about every day. I digress a little bit here. My point is that once you identify the things in your life that are just taking up space and taking up your resources and your time but are not yielding any productive measurable results, you have to be ruthless about ridding your life of these things that are sucking your energy. These are energy drains and that energy comes to you in a limited amount of supply. And you have to determine what's going to be allocated where. So you become a new project manager in your life. And that can be very exciting. It's going to change the landscape of your life. So you spend some quality time analyzing the current landscape of your life and deciding which things really need to change based on the Pareto Principle, that you want 80% of your joy and satisfaction to come from about 20% of your efforts, okay? And once you've done that, and you've come up with your ratio, whether it's 80-20, 70-30, whatever your ratio is, for whichever category, then you make decisions about the amount of time that you will spend and what that time spent will look like. What can you do with your time that you're allocating that can yield even more results and get you to your desired destination faster and more substantially? Those are the kind of decisions that you make. It's about efficiency and focus. 
And now that you've eliminated the things that you are going to work with down to 20%, you should have more clarity. And with clarity, you should be able to manage them more efficiently because you have more focus. So you go through each category, identify each thing that you're having a relationship with in that category because it brings you 80% of the joy that you desire and you build your game plan around that. And it's really that simple. Just let's say that we are talking about clothes. Let's say we're talking about slacks and you come to the conclusion that you're going to get rid of 80% of your slack because you never wear them. So within that 80%, you decide that you're going to have a pair of jeans, some dress slacks, some casual slacks. That's how you break it down. Rather than just having a whole section of your closet full of jeans that you never wear. Likewise, some people get really caught up in the number of friends that they have or the number of obligations that they have on their calendar. They're real happy if there's no space on the calendar. That means that they're popular and that their life is full and all that. But they're running around half the time like a chicken with their head cut off, right? So in looking at getting 80% of the joy that you want from that category of socialization with other people from 20% of the effort that you put into it, what can you eliminate? And it is that same line of thinking that you're going to carry across the board because the 80-20 principle can apply in any area of your life. It gives you some breathing room, which we all deserve. And it allows you to just sort of stretch out in your own life and be able to focus rather than just running through it mindlessly. You can really appreciate the beauty of the life that you have reconstructed for yourself. And you'll operate much more efficiently because everything that's in there is there because you have decided that you have time to devote to making it produce joy for you. The Pareto Principle can be a gem in your life because the energy that you allocate to the things that bring you joy will yield even more joy. So you learn to work smarter, not harder. This principle should be a constant basis in our lives to evaluate our lives, to keep things updated, prioritized, fresh, focused, and to continually work on having the best life that we can. And don't become discouraged by things. Just keep rolling, keep working towards your personal goal. And that's how you live your best life. And this tool will help. Before we swim up to the surface, I want to give you a brief example of how I work the Pareto Principle in my life. I'm going to focus on an aspect of my life that brings me a great deal of joy. And it is my podcast. And in focusing on my podcast, I want to focus on three people who add so much joy to my efforts to produce a quality podcast. I first want to give a shout out to my friend, Rev Dave Zalatore. I guess I'm shouting out Twitter today, but Dave's handle on Twitter is at Beer 
in front, at Beer in Front. And Dave is also a podcaster. And his podcast focuses on classic beers, old school beers, in the city of Chicago, one of my favorite cities. So it's a very cool vibe. Dave, thank you for letting me know that you hear and see me every week. Sometimes you let me know more than once a week. And I notice you do that for other people too. And what you do means a lot because it is that validation that the 20% effort that we're putting into something that brings us 80% joy is working. So thank you for doing what you do. I also want to shout out to Kathleen Mandrell in Power Lake, Wisconsin, which is near Lake Geneva, little boutique resort town. And Kath, I call her Kath Mandu. Kath is living large up there. This morning I caught her on the golf course. She's either in her kayak or on her boat. But what I want to say to you, Kath, is thank you for always being so excited when I'm about to release a new episode. You make me feel like you're waiting on an Amazon package or something. And I know you're listening because we talk about specific things that I've said in the podcast, and you tell me how it helps you. So that's a Pareto principle plus. My 20% effort is adding value to your life, which adds more than 80% to mine. So thank you so much, Kathleen. And my last shout out goes to William Lynch, attorney William Lynch in Rochester Hills, Michigan. I want to say thank you, Liam, for letting me know that you're listening to my podcast, all of them from the beginning. When you told me that, I was speechless, and my job is not to become speechless because I'm a podcaster, but that really touched me that you would care enough about what I'm doing to take the time to listen to all of my podcasts. That that really tipped that 20% to somewhere like 100. So thank you so much for that. And with that, let's do swim back up to the surface and take a deep breath before closing out this episode. I want to thank all of you for taking the time, each time, to listen to my podcast. And I want to thank you for telling your friends about the Visionarium podcast because gratefully the numbers are still rising and I know it has to do with somebody telling somebody else, and I appreciate that. I think I would do it if no one were listening, but it means a lot that somebody is. And if you ever have any questions or comments about anything that I've mentioned on this episode or any of the other episodes, just always feel free to drop me a line. My email address is thevisionariumpodcast at gmail.com. I invite you to also take a look at our website, which is insidethevisionarium.com, and you can drop me a line from there as well. Stay tuned next week. At this time, I'm not sure what the episode's going to be about, but I'll be here and I'll be talking about something, so I look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you so much for being here. So until we meet again, remember, 
to focus on your dreams because you've got to have a dream to make a dream come true. See you soon.